What's going on, everybody? What's up, Rudy? What's up, everyone else listening later? Welcome to a very special edition of the Fred Hampton Inn and Suites. It's September 3rd, 2022. There's a bonus episode, a makeup episode to uh, make up for a missed one, and it's uh, it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> We're talking about a uh, a favorite topic of everybody in life and on the show. Today we're talking about heartbreak and love. Doing a little bit of both. Um, this episode is going to be a little less political than than the other ones. And um, honestly, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous about it. <laughs> I'm really, really nervous about it. Um, because, you know, today, uh, for those of you who don't know... Uh, Today, I was supposed to get married. Uh, yeah, I had a, a fiancé who, uh, well, we had a falling out about, I don't know, four or five months ago. And we decided to call it off. And actually, she uh, she agreed to be here today <laughs> so that we could just, I don't know, talk about how we're doing, how, uh, you know, life after, after that time when we thought we were supposed to get married and, um, you know, just talk about kind of how we're doing, how we're doing, what's it like to try to come back from, uh, something as significant as, you know, losing, someone who you thought was going to be your, uh, you know, your, your spouse. Uh, Amma, you can go ahead and uh, unmute yourself. I want everyone here to give a, a big, warm Fred Hampton in welcome to Amma, who's agreed to be here today. And Amma, you, the mute button's down in the bottom. You just got to hit that and uh, uh, you can unmute yourself. And if, you, if you're having problems, I, oh, there you go. I don't know if I like my... Uh, if <laughs> I think it might be a little loud here. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Where are you at? The gym. Oh, you're at the gym still? <laughs> the infamous gym that we were yeah. over. <laughs> That's true. We did fight over that gym for quite a bit. It, it was so stupid. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. Uh, Ama goes to a very fancy gym in our uh, in the town we live, and uh, it's it's very very fancy. And I was, you know, my socialist ass was like, we could use that money for other things. Uh, and she was like, I'm going crazy. And it's the pandemic. Uh, but to be fair, uh, the pool does suck. It's the kids. Were <laughs> so yeah. Blame... <laughs> yeah. Blame the children for it. Yeah. Uh, is, I mean, it's now still a good time or, or, uh, how do you feel about it? I didn't know that I was going to be speaking. I thought I was just listening. Oh, you thought it was just me talking yeah, the whole time? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, you don't have to be up here. I'm sorry to kind of out you like that. No, um, it's fine. I got yeah. It. <laughs> no, I don't just want to like speak just for, you know, for us without, oh, it's you your know, podcast. just, yeah, but I know, but like, you know, it's, it wasn't my relationship. It was kind of our relationship. And I think it's kind of messed up if I were to get on here and just, I don't know, just talk a bunch of shit or, or something, you know, and be like, yo, you, uh, <laughs> That's what you're doing. you thought, <laughs> so you just tuned in to hear me talk a bunch of shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um I don't know, how's uh how how are things going? How's how's everything going with you? Uh pretty good. I moved apartments. Um and just like I feel like I've just been like really digging into things that like I've like prior Ama wanted to do before like being in a relationship, like my plans that I had set out for myself, like after graduating from law school and stuff of like, what would I have done if I like, wasn't in a relationship or anything? Yeah. Just, like getting the kind of apartment that I always thought that I would live in before, um, like changing up my schedule, like waking up at 5am and like, cause I really like mornings and like just changing my schedule like that. I don't know. It could have been pandemic too that I was like waking up later and going to bed later. But now it's like I like being tired by like 10 p.m. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. It's so funny how opposite we are when it comes to uh, waking up early and going to bed late. Yeah, because you know I'm always going to bed at like 2 a.m. And then wake up as close to 9 a.m. as possible or as late as I can possibly wake up without getting fired. Uh, I mean, that's that's fine, too. It's just like it's just different lifestyle. Uh, yeah. But that's good. Do you think I mean, how does it feel like does it feel like when we were together, there were parts where you couldn't. I don't know, you, you like didn't have permission to do these things or that, I don't know, um, that, that, do you think there's some kind of trigger that's caused you to go from being more like prior AMA to, or between prior AMA and what you're currently doing? I don't think it's like being allowed to, it's like you make sacrifices for the person that you're with. To like try to make it work as much as possible and be smooth, like have it work out smoothly. But um, it's like now that I'm not having those, they're not having to. It's just like now that I'm not like entwining my life with someone else. It's just like okay, well then you don't have to answer to anyone. Just do what you want. It took me, it took me a while too to like be comfortable like making my own decisions without like checking in with someone. Yeah. Yeah, it's been the same way with me, I guess. Um, yeah, it's been the same way with me. I mean, it was, I, I guess when you're with somebody, you don't really realize how, especially when you're, you know, you're living together, you're you're spending a lot of time together, you don't realize how much they become a part of your daily life and your day considerations, you know. Um, it's, 
it's it's weird because it's not like I, I don't know. I never really found that suffocating. I never really found that to be a uh like an issue. Uh just because I, I mean, I don't know. I mean it, it seems you get into a pattern of doing something for God, how long were we together? Three years, four years? Something like that? Was was it four? Three and a half. Three and a half, okay. Right in the middle. Yeah, but you I don't know, you get used to considering certain things about a person and then when I don't know, when things just kind of stop, they just they just stop. No, I don't I don't think I've found it suffocating. It just like just like you have to make decisions on your own when you're single and done. So Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. God, this is such a trip with you just at a gym trying to talk Sorry. about your feelings. <laughs> it's, too loud. it's pretty loud, but it's not like Sorry. too loud. Mm-hmm. It's just like what is going on at that gym? There's like a there's like some kind of like soto sopa noise in the back, <laughs> like you know, some some kind of bullshit like music and uh it sounds like people are over there talking and everything. I mean I'm what sorry. what it's like a cafe. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I just think it's fucking hilarious that the gym you go to serves alcohol and <laughs> you know, you could just sit there and it's have a drunk like boozy brunch. It's more of a club. It's more of a club. Yeah, lifestyle, yeah. God. Yeah. That's that's what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when 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 I first scheduled this podcast, I wasn't planning on having having you on or reaching out to you really because I just I was just going to talk about heartbreak more generally and 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 sort of just uh you know, the the you know, the main idea was that I think I think that with relationships in particular uh, a lot of people have problems kind of putting themselves out there. Um, and I understand that because it's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to uh, be in a place where you start to be close to somebody and the closer you get to them, the more what they do and say and uh, how they act can hurt you. Uh, you know, that's kind of the double-edged sword of vulnerability uh, is that, you can sort of be this really authentic version of yourself with somebody, or you can really feel this deep connection with someone, but because of how deep that connection is, uh, when things go poorly, it could be, you know, earth shattering. It could really hurt. Um, but you know, like originally I was, I was just going to kind of talk about that generally. I have, I have, and you, but you, you really haven't. So that's yeah. So this is kind of a first go around for me. Is like, ooh, this is traumatic. Yeah, yeah. It's fuck. It's really kind of traumatic, honestly. Traumatic, dramatic. Oh, I said traumatic. Oh, <laughs> I think I was being. Traumatic. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess. Well, you're handling it pretty well then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, uh, you know, I, I, I still think it's. I mean, me as someone who's been through it before, I still think it's it's worth it. You know, it's worth trying to make happen. Uh, it's 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 worth the kind of pains that you go into it with, and the uh, uh, you know, it's worth that heaviness. I I think it's part of just experience. Like, what's the point of being 
alive if you're not going to open yourself up to the full spectrum of human emotion and and everything that comes with that. And I think I don't know. I I think it's you know, I think it's it it, it sucks, but there's something really beautiful about it too. And there's something, I don't know, that's worth it to me. Any uh <laughs> any thoughts about that? Yeah, I think it's worth it. Um <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um Yeah. I think there are definitely like things that I, I like I don't regret it at all. I think I learned so much about myself having gone through the experience. Yeah. And like yeah, I don't regret knowing it. not to rush things. Yeah, do you think we were we were rushing things? Maybe. Like I think we were trying to rush to the end of like marriage with like the finish line. Yeah, I do think like towards the end of that started to be a thing. Just you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean I I I think I don't know, I learned a lot about family dynamics, honestly. And oh, yeah. like holy shit, the amount of like I uh, there was a lot of I don't know. There was a lot of our families getting involved that I think made it worse. Um you know. Um how how's that boozy brunch going? <laughs> Yeah, you're at the gym, but I can hear the brunch, like I can hear the utensils and stuff being taken around and, uh, you know, whatever else is there. No, it's okay. I, I, I should have clarified it last night when you, uh, well, when, when we spoke. You said what? I thought I just gave a comment section that posted emojis. That's okay. Yeah. You can, you can do either or. I mean, like, and look, and you can like. Um, you know, I can talk for a while and take some calls if you want to like calls. chill and then, yeah, I don't know. It's a call-in show. I don't know. And not necessarily weigh in on us, you know, they don't know our relationship or anything. And I don't know, uh, how into detail you want to go about stuff because I don't yeah, think it's really, yeah, I, I know, but it's, you know, it's, it's like I said, it's, it was our relationship. And I do think there's something a little um, just unfair about drawing on a human experience with someone else as like a form of entertainment to people. You know what I mean? Like there's some, I don't want to, I want to let people in enough to where we can actually have a, a real conversation about the human condition, but I don't want to, uh, monetize or or somehow and, and I know and it's not like there's any money made from this like it's just me on a fucking <laughs> microphone but oh, like God. right I know calm down sir <laughs> sir this is a Walgreens um you know but I I do think there's some aspect of um you know like like uh I I cherish you know I know I, I do think we talked about a little last night um when we we had a call because we just uh, and pussy sugar, I will let you in for sure. <laughs> I'll finish up this point, but we talked about it a little last night when we had a call and, um, we were talking about the, uh, you know, just some of our relationship and, and everything like that. But, uh, you know, we both think this is probably for the best to have 
to be where we're at. But I do think it's interesting that, you know, we both feel this weird way about, hey, we just had this uh, wedding that was planned yeah, to happen today. today. Yeah. Like, it's a weird thing of, like, I want this day to pass to have it, like, in a rear view of, like, everything. I don't know. Yeah. No, I hear but you. I hear you. It feels like, oh, you can move on after this, like, date passes that you've been sending invitations and all that stuff. For. Right, right, right. And wedding disinvitations. <laughs> Which were fun. Yeah. I sent a couple of those out. Yeah, that was fun. I was just like writing, making pictures of myself and being like, I'm gay now and just sending them to to, to people. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, I'm glad you found yourself. And I was like, I should come up with a better joke than, than just that's why it Maybe. ended. But um, yeah, I know. Right. Maybe. We don't know. I might switch teams. But um, how about this? I'll take a couple calls. Um, okay. Aisha wants to talk and she's down there in the in the chat yeah i'm not sure I, I don't know if i've spoken to aisha before but we'll bring her in and then you can uh unmute and talk as as you wish ama and you know okay Whew. how's it going so far everybody how's this special episode <laughs> the the correct amount of tension or awkwardness uh aisha go ahead and unmute yourself welcome uh welcome to the fred hampton in the suites the the heartbreak edition <laughs> i um Pop my pussy, baby. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so far so good. All right. Well, Thank you, all right. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for that. Look, I think there's a lot to be learned about popping your pussy as far as heartbreak, you know? Like, well, I mean, there is a part of it. Like, look, uh, uh, breakups and having a hoe phase right afterwards to get that, uh, you know, I don't know. I think we talked about that a little bit too. Did you have a did you have a hoe phase after we broke up, or Me? did you try? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't got to tell me. I mean, like it's it's whatever, you know. Well, like a little. It was summer. <laughs> <laughs> it, was <hot> <laughs> it was hot outside. You know, had to get that. You had to do that. Do what we had to do. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting one. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of normal. I got to be honest though. When I, I I had a little bit of a hoe phase, but when I first started dating, uh, afterwards I felt really guilty about it. Uh, you know, it felt like I was still doing something wrong because you know I've only been with you for like the past three and a half years, so it was kind of. I don't know. It took yeah. me a little bit to kind of get over that idea that like, oh, I, you know, like it still kind of felt like cheating, mm-hmm. um, even though it it wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you jumped in earlier though. Oh me? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I think you started dating like earlier than I started dating again. You think? I don't know. I took mm-hmm. like, I took about. Around two months. Okay, I yeah, think. that was more than I, me. Or, um, uh, shorter than me. Yeah. Well, I just, I got on the apps mainly just to kind of show that, like, you know, it was it was basically, like, forcing myself to be like, okay, you are single. Like, you, you know as a person like, are someone single. Someone sent me a screenshot of uh, your dating profile, and I was in one of the pictures, and she was like, gorgeous. And I was like, why? And we're not even friends. I was like, why are you sending me this? 
That is fucked up. Yeah. People are weird, man. Were you in one of my dating profile pictures? I'm sorry. Our Halloween picture. Oh, really? Oh, God. Yeah. And it's like, I don't talk to this person. Like, That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. That's so fucked up. I was like, what are you, what response are you expecting? There's a lot of, there's a lot of stank ass motherfuckers out here, though, for real. That's one yeah. thing I've noticed while dating again, too, is honestly, like, a lot of people suck. Girl, for real. You know what's even worse? Like, a lot of these, just by going on dates and hearing about the dates that some of these women that I've gone on dates with have been on. It's like, holy shit, man. Like, what is going on? Like, why are there this many shitty, I don't want to just say like shitty dudes or whatever, but like, there's, there's something going on to where there, there are a lot of people who are single, unhappy, and sort of isolated and don't know how to act. And it's almost like whenever they're out on dates or something, they're, they're like, it's used a lot of people. I don't know if they're just so disillusioned from these apps or what, but they've, it almost feels like they're, they're trying to be cruel or they're trying to be like distant from people like that vulnerability part, which is actually what gives a relationship. It's, it's kind of like meaning. Like flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They've completely like, they, they're cynical that they've completely eschewed that part of vulnerability and instead they're just out here trying to like fuck you I'm gonna get mine you right. know mm-hmm. and that's like what the fuck are you doing like I don't I don't understand how people think that's somehow going to benefit them in any kind of way because uh, it doesn't it doesn't look if you don't have the capacity to actually sit with yourself and and be like open yourself up to hurt you're missing out on a key ability of like a key factor of what gives people tenacity, grit and heart. Like you, you have to be able to accept that aspect of hurt, you know, like uh, the the kind of protectionist shit that people will do, like, it's okay to protect yourself, but Holy shit. Like when you're protecting yourself is by lashing out at other people or by kind of having to, I, I think what it is is a lot of people start to feel like they, or this is what I see. I don't know. I just, I'm just a, you know, fucking half hippie or whatever, but oh, you, is that what you are? yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You know that, you know, my mom, <laughs> but uh, you know, you see people who their version of protection is outwardly focused. It's like, I'm going to put on a hard shell to not let anyone in and I'm going to attack outside of myself and I'm going to attack people's ideas. I'm going to attack their persons. I'm going to attack whether or not they're genuine in their politics or in their ideas or in any of that. And I'm going to be cynical and my protection comes from a hard offense with a hard outer shell. And I just see a lot of that happening nowadays with people, you know? Um, But that is such a, like, if you don't have the ability to, to, really be within yourself to, to like feel the pain and accept it and, you know, cry or, or like just completely feel the, the sort of despair within yourself and to like actually process it, then you're, you're more vulnerable than, than anything, honestly, like you, as soon as that anything pierces that shell, it's just all mush in there, you know, like you're just, 
and and I don't know. I've, I have seen I see this happen with dudes a lot more, honestly, um, because I do think you know women generally, whether it's because society gives them permission to or because they have better uh, t- tend to have better social networks, um, but they tend to be a lot better at processing their feelings, honestly. And I I don't know. I see a lot of guys out here who are just trying to be assholes to. I don't know, to feel better about something. And you think that comes from heartbreak? Uh, I think so. I think it can. Or just hurt and pain. Yeah. Oh, come, wait, wait, come. There's a guy. Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's someone anyway. named Come Guzzler. Come Guzzler wants to join that us. It's like going to be. Account that you it, it does. It sounds like I, I want to speak to him, though. Two on point. Come Guzzler was 69. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Oh my god. And his his oh no. And the profile is a Ukraine flag oh, person. Left. Oh no. Oh, I was so ready. I was so ready for to guzzle come. <laughs> oh okay. He's oh no, he's back. He's back. <laughs> Sorry guys. Look, we're talking about heartbreak and so far the only caller we've had is um Miss Pop My Pussy. And also someone who wants to, uh, whose whose name is Cum Guzzler. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying, though, for real, ain't that some so shit? What are things that you have done to heal? You think to feel? To heal. Yeah, to heal. I don't know. I mean, therapy's been crucial for me. Um, you know, just going to therapy, talking about my feelings, processing things. Um. Time, just having some time. Yeah, I think that helps a lot. Time helps a lot. It it just it just really helps. Time is a. Is a microphone uh, on everything. Yeah, and everything and like kind of happens like fast. Yeah, God, it was such a fucking whirlwind. By the time, look, I mean, like, I was out at a work trip. Um, I think we had like the last fight on a Sunday. Um, within a week and a half you had moved out mm-hmm. within a uh yeah i mean we we it was four months or some odd months before we were supposed to i guess it was six or five months before yeah, we were supposed like to get married mm-hmm. yeah um i mean literally i left for a work trip on thursday or thursday night when i got back sunday you were gone yeah, it was um, like, yeah, but like, that's, like we didn't know if we're that fucked me up. You know, that really fucked me up because we were still in the will they, won't they phase of that too. And thought maybe we'll just get a little time. I maybe we'll like, do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that hurt. Um, yeah. You know, that was tough. That was rough. And it took me. You know, going to therapy helped. Just working out. I know that's stupid, but working out. Uh, it makes a big difference. Makes a big difference. But then I did a lot of, like, writing. I did a lot of writing. I did a lot like of... Journaling um, or... Yeah, journaling and writing. And, and, and usually, like, if you were to go through and find my journals, I'd, I barely ever journal. But when I do, it's always a crisis. Uh, <laughs> So if you were just to look at my journal, you'd be like, this guy's life fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> like, I feel that way about mine. 
<laughs> this guy doesn't have his shit together at all. That would be like my whole journal would just be, uh, you know, like fucking, it'd just be drama. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it should be called. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I, I gotta, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, but that helped. So um, I had a journal since I was 20 years old. Oh, yeah? The most dramatic stuff. Yeah. When feeling it feels too intense is when I write in it. So it's just like... Yeah, I, same. It's like, same. When I, die, please, no one I know. This is my actual life. Yeah, yeah, it makes it gives a it gives a poor sort of um, representation of your day to day life and and mm-hmm. sort of your day to day happiness because you are you know you are generally a very happy person and very yeah. kind of bright I, and good, like connect with that again too yeah for me of um, I don't know just like enjoying sunlight and being happy yeah 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 it does feel good it feels good. I don't know. For a while, though, I got to be honest. When when I first, you know, dating did kind of help too That's good. Mm-hmm. for me um, because it just made me. I don't know. I I felt so down on myself. I just felt like I had been like rejected, you know. And I thought, oh, the rough edges of you are so rough and so bad that you're incapable of being loved. You know, that's what I was saying to myself and. And you know, I've I've fucked I've legitimately fucked up relationships in the past because I've just had to I've had to unpack a lot to get to where yeah. I'm at today. Um, but you know, I, I I tend to blame myself first for everything, and and uh, well, I tend to I tend to blame a lot, and I I blame myself a lot. So uh, you know, getting out there and just kind of dating, I guess. And people actually being interested in me and, and yeah. uh, you know, actually sort of, you know, doing doing okay on these dates and people wanting to see me again and wanting to keep hanging out. And, uh, you know, that that made me realize, well, maybe I can find love again. Yeah. What do you mean? Are you getting the uh, chicken and waffles? Are you getting some orange juice? I'm not juice anything. Oh, what do you... <laughs> So you're just in the cafe doing your thing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have fed someone quieter. No, it's okay. Is it? Yeah. Sorry. No, you don't, you don't have to apologize. It just It feels weird to be like, here's my heart. And then I hear someone in the back like, yeah, can I get a tuna sandwich <laughs> with some uh, some chips, some Lay's with it? And then maybe an old-fashioned with it, too. Fuck it. I'm getting my, I'm getting my Saturday started. That's it. <laughs> LD I don't want to do That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What helped you uh, process things? I think, yeah, therapy for me. Um, uh, I don't like, yeah, therapy being with, like, my friends and spending more time with them and kind of, like, I don't know, I feel like myself again a bit, like, having talked to my friends about everything that happened and yeah. um, like feeling validated in my feelings and everything. And then, yeah, like I think dating too is like being like, oh, it's okay if I have these expectations or like um, 
and I think it's just the compatibility thing. Like it's not it's like if it's yeah, yeah. I think I think that's if what right. I'm asking is too much. I mean, I'm sure it's just the compatibility thing. Is what it is. It's, it might be too much for someone, but it's not. Yeah, I, th- I think a big a big disconnect between us were the things that we thought were not too much for one another mm-hmm. were just like things that were a lot. Like you did not, you know, like you know the the. I think my expectations for you to see my family were too much for you, um, and that's. I don't think you know. I think that's why you thought you were seeing them a lot, and you know, I. I we we were having a disconnect on that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think it is, you know, it's it's it's. And I think of like uh, this is such a it's probably annoying. I but uh, I remember when we were going to the Hasaminaj show and we were arguing about like you walking ahead of me and like not like not checking in to see like if I because you were already down the stairs and I was still up the stairs and you were trying to catch the train. Yeah, like we didn't even talk to each other that night. After that, was like, did we not? Yeah, because like you were upset. You said that it was like you're like you're not a baby. Like I don't need to be checking in on you and stuff like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that might be like I'm sure someone else would get that, but like getting other people and. And like that kind of thing of like I don't know someone checking in to be like oh are you okay blah blah and like I guess like it's it is like an affirmative ask in a way it was just like it's that's yeah yeah well if we're trying to catch like, if I we're trying to catch a train or something then fuck you we got to get there like every right. time or if we're trying to catch a plane or something like that yeah I'm always like that when it or comes like to a plane or something when we're go- like traveling together. And just kind of being zoned out of like you lead the way, and like I'm frustrated of like trying. That's to, true. With like dating other people who are like, and then you just like I was I was raised in the south, yeah, so it's just like yeah. someone who at, like picks me up and goes around and opens the door. It's like it's just a, it's like a little thing that I'm just like oh shit, like it's not, like like because I've been in a, like a or like been in a certain mode of like oh these expectations are too much and then someone doing that stuff without you even like having a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah 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 a hundred percent i i i don't exactly where you're coming from with that um well shall we shall we take a caller real quick to see what's sure what's going on here send dog has something to say send dog if you say i'm gonna pop that pussy i swear to god i <laughs> swear Sundog, go ahead and unmute yourself. Welcome to the Fred Hampton Inn Suites. There we go. Thank you. What is up with Saturday today? Saturday is just thank you, Sundog. You did a good job. Apparently, you see, like, apparently people don't really. I know, right? All we've gotten is cock, pop that pussy, make me, I don't know, cum guzzler 69. Who knows? It is what it is, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's all humor that's right up my alley, though. I'm not going to lie. I know it is. It's like, they must know. He needs us today. Yeah. Yeah. No, Greg? Oh, no. Is Greg, it another one? No, he has I don't know. Greg does have two Gs. Let me. Yeah. 
You know what? Fuck it. Go ahead. We Go ahead, Greg. Our profile pictures, by the way. Yeah, I know. We're we're I'm I'm very hot. So okay. Let's yeah, start. me too. I'm yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Greg. Go ahead. Daddy chill. This is so opposite of my. I know, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like most of the time, it's actually people calling in who have like a lot of really good insights and good things to say and everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is like, I guess it's the first time I've done on a Saturday though, too. So there's there's that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is different, you know. But it's it's uh, you know, it's a thing. I think so. Yeah, I think. Well, you know, I always I would. I would always be talking politics or something and, and just like talking your ear off and you're not really like you, you don't, you don't really get as into it as I do. And I, I get like super, I mean, I'll go on rants just all the time. And so, you know, when I have my earphones out and I'm talking to you about like, you know, fucking Biden's income, you know, like, like, I don't know, the build back better something or whatever. And I'm, (laughs) I'm just sitting here just, yapping uh you know and then you know because there were a couple times we got into like not necessarily tiffs but you know you'd tell me like no i don't want to hear it right now i don't want to hear it today like you're you're bothering me you're just trying to have your coffee in the morning and here i am trying to talk about you know the fucking biden's five percent maximum you know payments for or 5% of your salary is a maximum payment for an income-driven recovery plan for uh, whatever. Which is, you know, I, I think I think getting further away from our relationship, I don't, re- we really weren't not that compatible. I think I just really liked you because you're so fucking funny and fucking have a lot of fun just being funny and, and hanging out together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. the politics of it wasn't necessarily the subject matter. It was just like I felt like... I think felt like it was uh, me getting talked out at, and it was like it really felt like a conversation to me. And that's why I was like, you can yeah. do do a podcast or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's I fair. Like, I mean, we. I felt like I was cornered. <laughs> yeah. Being well, yeah, it, it kind of was because I mean, like when you got that Kamala Harris shirt. You know, which was like her just saying, I'm speaking, I'm speaking, you know, and I was like, because she had that moment during her vice presidential run with Mike Pence and it said, I'm speaking. And when I saw you with that shirt on, I was like, please, no, like this is Kamala Harris is an empty vessel. And then I start like talking all this shit about Kamala Harris and you're like, but I like her. And it means something to me that, you know, there's a black woman who's going to be the vice president. And then I went to this whole fucking thing about identity politics and how they're used and weaponized specifically to keep us from, you know, it's yeah. But it's also like, like you don't have to attack my shirt or like, like, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you can be annoyed with it without like, yeah. And right. Like the, 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 the corporate feminism book. I right. did not like, and you know, that was fucked up. I'm, you're right. You're right. But you know, those are things that I've had to like mm-hmm. learn too. you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think the thing that I actually feel the worst about honestly is attacking you for liking Taylor Swift and, yeah, and some of the shit, like with your taste in music. What shirt? I didn't, I don't have it. I mean, you left a lot of just random shit here 
and it's it's it, you know it's still around but there's like a letter from like your friends here there's like pictures of your family that i thought you would oh, want really? <laughs> yeah there's a lot i mean i know you moved out in a hurry but like there's still a lot of your shit that comes in and i'm still a lot of your mail too um which i don't know if you've changed your address yet or not and your your mail thing okay because i'm still getting a lot of it but um but uh yeah, I, I I'm collecting it. Like I have like fucking shark shit here, you know, and from you know like mascot stuff. Uh, but yeah, that wasn't I, I. I didn't do anything to your Taylor Swift shirt. I'm not or or whatever. I want to do that too, especially after you've broken up with me. That'd be that'd be a little fucking dumb. Um, but I do feel bad for attacking your your taste in music like what the fuck or or like you watching reality tv shows or something you know it's like i i did have a little bit of that sort of and i still do a little bit of that like art elitism which is so fucking dumb like just like let people like what they like i think it's okay to have that but just like yeah people enjoy it without like attack right 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 Right. I shouldn't be like, this is rotting your brain and blah. Like, I need to, sh- like, shut the fuck up, Bide. Like, just chill. Daddy, chill. Daddy, chill. Um, as, as Greg would say. Um, what do you think? Should we, should we, should we take this chance with Terry and see, see? I know it's just going to be another fucking meme because no one wants to get vulnerable. No one actually wants to talk about heartbreak. It's hard. Uh, no, I really like, I appreciate this comment from Rainstrom. Oh, hey, what's up, Terry? I just really like your podcast, and I think you're a really good person. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Terry. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thanks. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Oh, holy shit. Who said this? Five sneaks off the karaoke bars where I can sneak to is that an inside joke from your podcast? Uh, no, but how do they know me like that? <laughs> how do they know? I don't understand how they know me like that, though. I definitely sneak off to to karaoke bars. <laughs> do, do, do you? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fine. Um, so last night I was out with some friends, and... Uh, uh-huh. Three of them were black guys, and um, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> I don't know how it gets much better. Three black guys, hello. Three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and <laughs> we're playing Kanye West at the bar, and mm-hmm. uh, someone asked, "Like, who's better, Jenny or Kanye?" And these guys, so two of them met uh, two weeks ago because they just started law school, and one of them uh-huh. met both of them the first time that night. But mm-hmm. they got in each other's faces yelling about them. Girl, I'm, t- I'm telling I you. Like, I thought this was by anger. Amma, like, you don't fucking understand. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah, it's a black thing. Like, for some context for everyone, Biden and my brother used to like, be an inch away from throwing hands at each other over that. Yeah, day. we almost fought. We we literally almost fought. And we both think Kanye's better. <laughs> I 
I know. And, and, we, the same and we still almost fought. We still but, almost like, fought. I was clenching my pearls last night. Like, it was kind of triggering for me. Like, yeah. Triggering enough. That's right. Like, oh, this is like a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, but like, but that is hilarious. They got so and they were they were chill guys. But I was like, y'all just met, don't know each other that well, and yeah, like, in each other's faces about this. Yeah, yeah, it was, that's it how was it like goes. Social it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. I mean, that's it's it's people get pretty passionate about it. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. Do you, uh, I don't know, do you have any regrets? Um, the money I spent on the wedding, I think. Girl, I offered multiple times. I, I don't know why you didn't. <laughs> uh, 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 we can talk. We'll, we'll talk yeah, after this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, you broke as hell. Uh, you're not broke. You're doing fine. You're doing oh, okay. just peachy. If you shouldn't be broke, if you're broke, that is an issue because you are not exactly working at a small law firm here. Yeah, because I want to give the. Uh... Never mind. I'll stop. Uh, <laughs> you should not be wanting for money. I mean, you make. You, you, okay. 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 I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't say the whole things, but like you're doing fine. Um, you should be. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Whatever. You're the only person who's like actually capitalist here. You. That, oh, you know. Is your crowd, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, my crowd. People probably hate me. I, that might when I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. What I want to see yeah. myself. It was yeah, bad. when you're talking about uh whatever multiple like four hundred dollar a month gym or whatever it is. It's like, not four hundred dollars a month. It's not that far off though. That which is why really I is far off though. How much is it a month? I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna put what? you on blast. Sure, look it up. But how it's much around, is it? It's around the same price as let me see, because I do not remember that being the case. I remember it being okay. What two twenty? Okay, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Don't fucking come out of here lying about like the price of no, it that's though. Four hundred dollars. <laughs> Still, I mean, like for a family plan, it's four hundred or something like that. Okay, I don't um, have a family. Okay, that's okay. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not attacking you. It's whatever. Who cares? It's it, if it makes you happy, just do it. Whatever. Who cares? I mean, money is just a a means of exchange for us to do shit anyway. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. But do you, I mean, do you have any other regrets, or is it just the how much you paid on stuff? No, I think. Like, I think we took things, like, pretty quick. I think we moved it a little too quickly. I think. I think that's, those are the things. I think we, I, I think I, I as myself, was like, I was uh, fresh out of law school, just got my bar results. I think I wanted that marriage family thing, like, instead of, like, taking my time. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, is this? Like, like there were snippets of issues I saw in the beginning that I just ignored for the sake of wanting 
Very yeah. Very yeah. Yeah. I definitely, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like coming out of it and I don't, I don't mean anything like too much by this, but yeah, I think yeah. a lot of like, I think a lot of what you liked about me was not like me specific. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's me specific, but like coming out of it more, I do think there's like, you know, the, the, the stuff about me that I like the most, I don't, I don't think you were really, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I do feel like it was kind of, I don't know, like I could have been replaced by uh, a lot of different people uh, in, in the kind of things you wanted. Like every time we talked about the wedding for the most part, you know, um, you know, we got into a fight over, I, I know I wasn't doing much with the wedding, but I know you wanted to do everything with the wedding for the most part. You wanted it to be your wedding. Um, but you know, that fight over when I suggested a pastor, like a preacher, it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, am I even getting married? Am I even part of this? Am I even, you know, am I, because, you know, we're we're doing the wedding in a different town, the one that you want to do it in. You know, I kind of went along with everything. Um, it does kind of feel like, I don't know, I do feel like we rush things with that. I I would agree with that, 100%. Um, oh, Amanda's here. I bet Amanda's not going to talk about, uh, I don't know, cum guzzling cock, but we we don't know. There might be. And listen, if that's your thing, the cum guzzling <laughs> cock guy, uh, whoever that was, let's, you know, why not? But, is really funny. <laughs> yeah, the chat is great, honestly. My favorite, some of my favorite part about these call-ins. It is intimate, it is. Yeah, it's very intimate, yeah. It's, uh, it's really, yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> um, let's, let's take Amanda. Let's take Amanda's call. Um, see what's going on. Uh, Amanda, hey. What's happening? Hey, how you doing, Bide? Hey, Alma. Hey, Amanda. Doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm really enjoying the conversation, and I didn't want to butt in except that I I I recently heard the most delicious word, and it goes perfectly with heartbreak. It's from a song I heard um, Puddles Pity Party do when I saw him open for Tenacious D. Uh huh. I don't know if you're familiar with Puddles Pity Party. But I've never heard of them, no. Sounds like Bide's Googling it right now. I literally am, so, yeah. I have a very loud keyboard. So he has, a, he has a song that's You Killed My Love. And one of the stanzas is the most beautiful. It says, You Killed My Love. You just stood there and watched it die. You've committed romanticide to the highest degree. <laughs> romanticide. Romanticide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> romanticide's I mean, great. I was at a concert and I purposely made my brain try and remember that word in the song so that I could remember it because it's a great word. I never heard it before. Have you? I've never heard it. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. so you killed my love, Pet Puddles Pity Party romanticide and uh, mm. that's all i wanted to contribute please as you were <laughs> no thank you amanda thanks for calling yeah, in no, i was good to hear from you <sighs> yeah i guess we committed well i committed some romanticide for sure um 
Oh, yeah, for sure. We both did, but I didn't want to call you out too much. You know. I know. You're a fucking romanticide. You're a serial romanticider. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you're like the John Wayne Gacy of romanticide. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, you're, you're not at all. You're not at all. Um, but that's good. I mean, like, I, I love that you got your dog. That was really cool. <laughs> oh, I don't know if he was necessarily hailing. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been a pain in the ass. Yeah, you are. Oh God, you are so like, you're, you're you're so funny. Like it, it's I mean, um, I, I'm gonna keep it real. Like <laughs> yeah, you keep it real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's funny because you were For always me, a lot more like. To this dog, I'm like, all right, dude. You are not the dog favorite right now. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You're yeah, like, you're I'm, definitely. Oh, you're definitely a Leo for sure. You're hard Leo. What now? What 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 story? Well, the socialists of the you will not like this story, but Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So it's like a week. No, it's like a month into me having Brady. And this is a the basement apartment I just moved out of. And I take him uh-huh. out. Like normal thing is like take him out and then um we come back at, like I bring him back to the house and he jumps out of my arms and he's limping. And I was like, Oh my god, he's crying. Uh and I, I'm like going to find his like paperwork of like I need to take him to a vet because he's like walking on three legs. We're both crying. He he follows me all the way down the hall, running on three legs. I'm like oh mm-hmm. my god, Brady, I'm so sorry. Like crying, rush him to the um, to the emergency vet. I have him in his carrier in the car the whole time, and he's like still crying. And I was like. I call them and tell them, like, he broke his leg. Like, and I'm thinking, like, I'm such a bad dog mom. Like, how can I let this happen? I've only had him for a month. And we get there. We're, first of all, we are waiting hours to be seen. And then when we go to the exam room, this new girl is walking on all four legs. <laughs> like, like, nothing. That's just like, having a grand old time. Yeah. Yeah, just walking all four legs. And they're like, please see. And, I didn't know that best, like, these people do this. Like, they are, like, they swindle you out of your money. And they're like, oh, he's putting his weight on all four, but, like, you should. They're like, either we can give you pain medication and take you take him home and, and like, figure it out. Because I also told them, like, this is my first time owning a dog. I've never had one growing up. And like, yeah. oh, yeah. The nurse, also, the doctor, the vet, she, like, looked at my purse and was, like, petting my dog, being like, Oh, your mom has such a cute Kate Spade purse. Oh, that, like you're so cute, blah blah blah. Um, yeah. And then they're like, you can take pain, like just do pain meds, or you can take an X, like get an X-ray done. And I was like, this seems fine. We'll just take the pain meds and go home. And they're like, are you sure? Like you're, like it, you don't know for sure unless you do the X-ray. And like, um, you're like, this is your first time owning a dog, right? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, they're like yelled at me, like, oh, they think I'm a shitty dog mom. It's like, all right, do the X-ray. And then they do the X-ray, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, the X-ray came out showing that Brady has, um, like, short legs. But that's that's expected because he's a dog. He's a fucking no, wiener dog. No shit. He's a <laughs> wiener dog. What What do they think? He's going to have some fucking big-ass, long-ass ostrich legs? That These yeah, motherfuckers. And then, and then I'm checking out, and they're like, um, there she goes. Yeah, so the exam was, I can't remember how much it was, but they're like, and then with the x-ray, that's $800. Do you have any questions? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, my question's about the fuck. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, 
My like, question is, what the fuck? It kind of made me respect him more. So I was like, he's not raised. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking funny, dude. He like, had me stressed out all morning slash into the afternoon. And then I was like, yeah. and then he just acted like normal in the house. I was like, damn, yeah. Brady. Yeah. I kind of love you more for it. Because when yeah. I do the same thing, maybe. Like, holy yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dog said, come correct. Yeah. I mean that's that's fucking hilarious, honestly. That they, I mean, but that's yeah. Why did why did you think I'd hate that? Making me broke Uh, because I was just like I spent eight hundred dollars on my dog that day. What the hell? No, I would spend (laughs) every amount of money on my on my dog, and I know it's just like if I had a dog, you know, it's Mm -hmm. money. um, Like spending money on healthcare. (laughs) My problem with it is not they doing it; it's the fact that like that it's a monetized system, you know, that like you have to spend money to be healthy and, and that people who don't have access to wealth or, or, you know, money or means in America don't have access to healthcare. And that to me is where I, I'm, I'm mad at that. I'm not mad at like someone, you know, spending money, like dogs are cool. Of course. Another like, thing you- I learned about pet insurance is like, I mean, obviously, this is mm-hmm. the case. I don't know why I think I didn't think of it. Um, they are, um, they can deny coverage if your pet has pre-existing conditions. I was like, oh, Obamacare. Uh, no, Obamacare doesn't cover them dogs. Is like, is having short legs a pre-existing condition? Yeah. No, it's fucking not. That's fucking ridiculous. God, that's well, so. Well, I think he, he he's like prone to spinal issues and stuff, so I don't know if they would cover it if he had. Yeah, well, he is uh, he is prone to spinal issues, but that's like saying you know he was born a dog, like he was born a Dotson. So like, is being a Dotson a a, a pre existing condition? A crime. Yeah, is it a crime? Is it a crime to be a dog? <laughs> to be a Dotson? That's dog racist. Yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> no, he's so cute though. He's the best. Has not been healing me. Yeah, yeah. I, well, but he's great. Yeah, I mean, like you. I love, I love being his mom. Yeah, you, you kind of. I mean, you really hate having like obligations outside of yourself Ex- or expectations. What? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you. Oh my! That's rude. That makes sense. You like being able to be free to do what you do and no one can like tell you or or whatever. Is that fair? Uh, I don't know if that's completely fair. Okay. Well, you said like, it's I don't know, it's nice not having to, I don't know, think about someone else or something else whenever you're doing stuff, right? It's like, like you don't have to like compromise when you're... Yeah, that's what I mean. And I think having a dog is kind of like mm-hmm. a compromise, right? You... You have to get up at a certain time to let your dog out. You have to. Uh, yeah, but I'm fine with that. Oh, okay. All right. Well. <laughs> I actually. Like All right. Never mind then. <laughs> um, Andrew's calling. Should we? But I like waking up early, starting out the day. Yeah. 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 Uh, Andrew's calling in. Let's let's take his call real quick. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? Long time no talk, man. How you been? 
Good, yeah. Uh, how you doing? Brian? I'm not too bad. Just sitting here on the day we were uh, we were supposed to get married, and you know, hashing things out. <laughs> Wait, were oh you and me? No, or did you have a prior? Engagement? Yeah, with with Ama actually, who's on this call. We are. Oh yeah, really? we were we oh, were engaged. Cool. What's up, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Did. I thought we were just talking about pets' pre-existing conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where we've gone to. <laughs> right it's on. a little column A, a little column B, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, shoot. Um, yeah, I was just gonna comment like, um, if you have a pet that can't get treated so much in the U.S., or it's gonna be like four grand. Same with your car. Just um, like hop across the board real fast. I uh, I had to have some surgery done on one of our dogs because she had a uh, she actually had two but we only thought she had one tumors like breast cancer mm. and Damn. Uh, the surgery was like a hundred bucks. Damn. And she's fine. That's now. way easier than eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like I had um, my radiator and my. Uh, some of the pipes for the coolant system blew out of my car at mm. once. And getting all that shit fixed was like 150 bucks or like 170 bucks. Damn. Yeah, hell yeah. So like if it's doable, I mean, I know you live in Chicago, so maybe that's still like you're going to pay as much getting around with, uh, you know, getting your pet over a border or whatever. But yeah. Just saying. They're not going to ask you for pre insurance for your dog's uh, natural form man if someone charged me eight hundred dollars if someone charged me eight hundred dollars for to x-ray my dog i'm gonna punch him in the fucking head dude i'm gonna punch him in their fucking mouth especially after i said nah they're probably fine like you motherfucker literally all he needed and he didn't even need to pay medication it's like he and i have talked to other people who had dogs and they're like oh yeah they try to trick you with fake injuries all the time for attention i was like what what the fuck but it, yeah oh they, yeah like people were laughing at me because I posted on Instagram when we were at the vet, and like I had a bunch of people like um, DMing me, being like, "Oh yeah, they actually like a like you gotta wait, like you have, sometimes you just gotta wait a while to see if it's actually an injury because they just want attention." These dogs. God. And I was like, "Is Brady a Leo?" Yeah, Brady's a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I can't be. There can't be two of us in this household. Mm -mm. There's no room. Are you talking about a vet or your insurance? A vet. With the, so Brady. The Brady. Vet. Brady's the name of her uh, wiener dog. And okay. he, like her, she is a Leo, or he is a Leo. Uh, he's actually one of you. No, he's not an Aquarius. No, he's not. He Boo. Not another one of you. How do dog months work? How does that work? With do dog years like he fuck up? Yeah, but do dog months or dog years like fuck up the? astrological signs i know they wouldn't i know that's very stupid to say guys i know how stars work i know how the constellations work but still that, well i enough hey, i mean like the real way they work not the fucking astrology way you know, oh stop stop i had black friends before sure you the... ama <laughs> okay i know astrology i'm pretty sure the real way they work is still like the way stars move yeah, yeah, that's how they work exactly. How stars move for astrology? Yeah, but do they do it for dogs? Believe... You know, I think they do. Because I would, I would, uh, I would, uh, I would move the stars for my dog that doesn't even exist. 
you don't have I know. That. I'm just, just let me live, okay? One of us is still trying to be a responsible adult without going to work. I'm I know. I'm just fucking, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're definitely probably more responsible. You're like, you're hanging on there, but <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it no i didn't say that that's you that's you saying that say shit you that's you saying that shit that's you saying it because <laughs> you couldn't say it without stuttering like whatever you're doing fine like stop you're doing fine you're one of the best lawyers in chicago according to super lawyers now something that you made no it's on there i swear you didn't find it i didn't look for it oh <laughs> Which makes me not one of the Yeah, people. top rated Illinois healthcare attorney. You're right there, super lawyers on your profile. It's on the super lawyer site. For yeah. Yeah, it's got it. Since you were selected to the rising stars in twenty twenty three. So could wait a minute. How how twenty twenty three? I guess they, they just do it the year before. So yeah, congratulations. And that makes Thank you. Congrats. Super. It's like when I bought a 2008 Hyundai in 2007. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It works the same way. It works exactly oh, the same way. That's really yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is such a weird... It's such a weird podcast. It's so weird. Do you feel... <laughs> this is kind of healing in itself. You said what? I think it's, I I think this it's fine. Feels pretty healing in yeah, it feels good. I mean, like, it. it's weird because, I mean, before this... And before last night, um, we hadn't we hadn't talked for a couple of months at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that was probably part of the problem. Yeah, we we needed that distance because you know there were a couple times we were talking and you know it's like you're relitigating stuff that happened. Yeah, and like, especially when a lot of that when shit. It's over, a lot of that shit's over. yeah, it's over. I don't have to assign blame for other things and the you know the hurt that we feel for certain moments is just what we feel it is what it is and um you know and i do i mean like the i could just be like that person's not the right partner for you. yeah i think that yeah exactly because you're not a bad person you know yeah you're not yeah thanks yeah i mean you are a worse person than me for sure but you're you're not a bad Yeah. Next to my dog is limping. I will. Yeah, go. you will wait it out. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely. I think you would still take him to the. Yeah, I, you probably would. I mean, you're. You've always been. One thing I've always been fascinated about with you is how you're. You're. There were times in the relationship where you could just. It wasn't like you're just like gangsta. You know what I mean? Like certain shit. Like someone could come to you with the sob store, and you're like, okay, like so. <laughs> like, what does that got to do with me? Yeah. Type shit. Like. But you're very good. It, it makes you very hard to kind of like fool and trick, and you know, like oh, that's not true. I mean, well, it depends. Yeah. It depends, right? Like when it that comes to the internet. well, when it comes to yes, that's true. But when it comes to like, that's very true. You that did happen. So I was I, I wasn't gonna it, bring yeah. it up, I, but like it makes it hard it's for okay. people to trick you with like a bleeding heart story or something like that. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. like we all bleeding. What so and you know oh, I got so many band aids. Uh, yeah. yeah. You think you're what though? I got a jet soon. Oh okay yeah you can jet whenever. Um, yeah all right. But any final final thoughts final words before you you take off? Say that. Again. Any final thoughts or words or anything before you take off? 
Um, <laughs> it's hard to like sum up in like a sentence. Yeah. Can I? You want to feel fucked up real quick? Uh, I guess. Okay. Let me just. Let me just just to honor just to honor the day. Okay. It's okay. You know how you want to. Yeah. A week after everything happened, and I broke down in the mall for this. You told me. You told me. Yeah. You told me. Sorry. Well, thank you for that. Sorry, I didn't mean this to. No, I just thought I thought it would be. Uh, you know. You know what? No, I don't. I don't hear this. Song. Yeah, I don't hear it either, and it's nice. I don't know. I, I've I've kind of come around on it. Cause it's like, I was really sad when I heard it, but now I just, you know, with time, I just remember the really good things, you know? And I remember how much fun I had with you and how, how much enjoyment we had with just different things we were doing. And, you know, I, I want you to be happy and I, I love you. And I think I really do love you, Ama. And I think you're, I I think you're really great. And I'm sorry that it didn't work. But like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. And I just, yeah. you know, I want the best for you. And so now when I hear this song, I just, I don't know. I feel, I, I feel a lot more at peace and I just feel like, uh, I hope I want you to have that peace too. It's weird what today would have been. I don't know. It is weird. Yeah. Like, Like at 8 a.m. getting my hair done, you know, like cheering the most of the sisters and mine. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I've just been jacking off all day. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. I also looked at the weather and it would have been perfect. Oh, really? No, Ama, like why did you do that? Oh. I don't know. I just. Girl. Yeah, no, it's perfect. But no, it's perfect. It's like seven. Fuck. God damn. Yeah, so that's fine. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, look, it's... You'll get that wedding. You'll get that wedding and it'll be with the right person. Yeah, that, I don't even think I want that kind of thing. Honestly, yeah, it's a big fucking mess. To me, I just think it's a fucking yeah. scam. It's a scam. Capitalism. But I don't know. I'm. I'm... I'm just who knows. I, I I shouldn't say anything, but I I really appreciate you showing up today. Yeah, sorry I was in the cafe and it was. Like, no, it's it's. I think it's a metaphor for our relationship. <laughs> it shows how shitty I am. No, you were not shitty the whole time. Stop. That's not how it goes. She chose her luxury. Listen, I we're we're different strokes for different folks, you know. But yeah, I think we both of us like different. Yeah, things, you know? but when the revolution like, comes, yeah. I am going to cut off your head. So uh, yeah, that's you and all the rest of. Here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thriving. I don't yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> fair, fair, <laughs> fucking fair. Like, I deserve it. Fucking fair enough, dude. <laughs> so fair, so goddamn fair. But. Um, well, thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Thanks for showing up, Ama. Happy non-wedding day. Happy non-wedding day. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.
Wow. I, I think I hug up. Are you are you gone now? Are you out? I think she's out. Yeah, she's gone. Okay, there we go. So, Andrew, did I miss a whole? You, you missed a whole thing. Session? Yeah, you missed a whole thing. <laughs> All right. It's okay. It sounded good. Uh, it, like, yeah. Uh, I think. Um, wait, go ahead. No. Oh no, no. It's just a. <laughs> I don't know. It was. I was. I was nervous going into that. Didn't know how it would. Uh, turn out it wasn't planned i mean honestly i I wasn't going to uh i was just going to get on here and just kind of talk about how i was feeling and more about like well what what do we think about love and relationships and heartbreak and how do you process these things and more i don't know just more loosey-goosey but then last night uh like a little after midnight i got a call from her and you know it was just she was just calling. She's like, Hey, I guess she had been out with friends or something. And, you know, um, called me and we got to talking because we both know what today would have been. And, you know, I told her I was planning on doing this podcast today and asked her if she wanted to come and, and join in. And I guess I didn't really make it clear that she'd be talking. Um, but, uh, (laughs) But then, anyways, take it away. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Like, take it away, baby. You know, tell the people. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good way to. I don't know. That was so interesting. It was just so. That was kind of a, kind of trippy, to to do that, just now. On the wedding day, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, wild. yeah, it's pretty wild. Pretty wild, but. I, I think you've also had an episode a bit ago about like. How do we um, how do we work on an issue with you know without like causing strife in an organization or like how do you work? Yeah, on yeah, a, the a yeah the why can't the why can't we be friends episode I think likely yeah that conflict is. resolution and and sort of internal strife and how yeah. do you how do you constructively work through these things? You know? I feel like you just did a very constructive thing there. Um, which is interesting. Like I think in uh, some people's social circles or some cultures, it's like when you're broken up, you just never speak again. Yeah. Um, and I tend to think that that's not necessarily the best way to go. Yeah. Um, and I, I also feel like if you can do that um, after like a difficult relationship, that's really, you know, a close, like intimate one, then we should be able to apply some lessons to other like conflict resolu- resolution. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. What a trip. What a fucking trip that was. That was a wild. I don't know. It's, 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 you know, pain is just, it's a, it's just a part of life. Uh, heartbreak and it, it's a part of life. And, you know, as I was talking about earlier and, and Zama was talking about earlier, this isn't my first breakup. Uh, I've been through a couple of pretty significant ones, but this one, it was, you know, it was the first person I'd ever been engaged to. And, uh, I think, I think it's natural to have a part of yourself, especially in the immediate aftermath to want to blame everything on the other person or to, I don't know, to want to just like to, to, to not find the nuance, but I feel like, those in between gray spaces 
are really where the majority of like growth and sort of uh, just human existence, like what it means to be a human really plays in are those, those spaces in between and what we choose to do with those spaces. And, you know, as, as someone who's a leftist politically, who is very interested in a politics that is a politics of collective action, a politics of democratic sort of representation and participation, um, there has to be a sense of, of that nuance, understanding it and having space for people to hurt us and having space to kind of hurt people and to find ways to work through it together and realize that, you know, at the end of the day, the staying in that hurt is not really going to help us get to where we want to get to because where we want to get to, whether it's with the politics or, you know, a relationship in our lives is, you know, we want to get to a place of peace. We want to get to a place of, of love where we are valued and we value people around us. Uh, and that takes, that takes a certain amount of grace. It takes a certain amount of uh, being able to look at each other and, and say, you know, we're, we can work through this and we can, we can, you know, even if we're working through it apart, if that makes sense. Bye. Do you know that song? by Stevie Wonder, My Heart Blames It On Me. You know what's funny? I know so much Stevie Wonder and I don't know that song. Oh, you gotta play it. I, I was trying, let me, I have to, I don't know what's up with my Wi-Fi. You look it up, yeah. I, I was trying to copy the link from YouTube and then being on Wi-Fi fucked up my calling and being cell data fucked <laughs> up my YouTube. So you gotta yeah. catch the, the, the really shitty pass. For my that. Heart Blames It On but, Me, is it? Blame it on the sun. It's from talking. Oh yeah, blame it on okay, the sun. Talking book. It's from talking okay, talking book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do a little musical interlude right now in theme with the episode. This is Stevie Wonder. Blame it on the sun. Blame it on the tide and see. 
was uh stevie wonder blame it on the sun and now i want to cry <laughs> oh boy didn't want to make you cry but i did think it was very fit I've, I've also been through some pretty heavy duty breakups and like yeah i don't know i think it, what you said is very important like not giving in to wanted to just blame or even if it's not a breakup it's just a fight like you can't just blame it on the other person even if like legitimately an outside observer would be like yeah that was 95 percent yeah their fault. yeah exactly there, it's no way to go about like reaching an accord you, yeah like, coming back together by saying like oh fuck you for what you yeah did. it's not it's not it, that's 100 percent right i mean like it's it's you know it, you can't if your goal is is peace and also healing, whether you're doing that together or or apart, you can't just you can't hold on to that. You it doesn't you know the, the giving people that kind of grace, even if it is ninety five percent, you know their fault. Uh, if some someone were going to say that, uh, it doesn't really matter in the end when you're talking about your your internal peace, your, I don't know, your ability to move on, to, to keep going, to, uh, reconcile with, even if not with the person, then with yourself. Uh, and that's important. You know, I think one of the reasons I, I kind of have a lot of feelings about our criminal justice system. I mean, there are a lot of reasons, but this idea that, people who do bad things are just fundamentally bad. And they're like, I I think that's simplistic and it's, it's just not true. And it doesn't allow us to give the same kind of 
understanding or humanity to people who have done bad things. I think, I think people who have done bad things can be really great, can be great people, can, can turn out to be some of your strongest allies. And I think, you know, when I look at some of the people that I, I respect, uh, you know, people like Malcolm X and you, you look at some of his history, uh, would we have even gotten Malcolm X if he weren't allowed to come back from, you know, pimping and being a whatever, like it's, I don't know. I don't know. And it's not really, you know, you and I don't want to just say like you do that kind of reconciliation because maybe if you reconcile with someone, there'll be Malcolm X, you know, it's not, it's not about that. It's just about like, you do it because you understand people's could be to do good. You understand your capacity to do good. And I think that if you don't do that, if you don't allow yourself that same grace or other people that same grace and that same kind of vulnerability, you set yourself up for a huge failure down the line. Um, and some failures, if you don't believe in that reconciliation, you won't come back from. And, you know, I, I like coming back from stuff. Uh, oh, Amma's calling in again. Okay, why not? Amma, let's... Uh, you're probably just going to say, come guzzle dick shit, but why don't you... Uh, here, I'll invite you up to speak again, if you'd like. Hello. Yeah, hey, welcome back. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I was also thinking of things about healing and uh, with heartbreak. Uh, a couple of you, you you know this story, but like a couple of days after I moved out and stuff, like went to a John Mayer concert, he's my favorite. <laughs> Another basic choice, I guess. No, he's good. Um, Oh, thanks for admitting that. I've, I've always admitted it. You know I've always admitted it with John Mayer. Okay. <laughs> I told you because I told I, I took you to see Isaiah Sharkey. And I was like, he's played with John Mayer. Yeah, Isaiah Sharkey's yeah. great. And he was there. He was, he was there again? I fucking knew it. Isaiah yeah. Sharkey rocks ass, dude. He's so fucking good. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Anyways. Um, and a lot of like his new album is all heartbreak songs. Uh, it, it, the album is actually called Sob Rock, and it's like the whole theme is breakups and breakups, and um, it kind of has an '80s feel. Mm. And I don't know. I think like those those past, like beginning weeks, it feels like you're the only one. Like with heartbreak, you feel like you're the only one going through. Right. And like being in that room um, at that concert, it's like, oh, this is just part of the human experience. Yeah. That's what I love. Yeah. And everyone's vibing to, and I'm just like, everyone's thinking about whatever breakup they've gone through, even if it's like, uh, it's been years or whatever. Yeah. I actually, like, I think it's like actually kind of cool to, like, I've never experienced that before, but in a weird way, like, oh, it's actually kind of cool to like tap into a different part of the human experience. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that like everyone it has gone through, but it's weird. For, it was weird for me because I had it gone through, but being or like hearing, like I listen to Don Mayer lyrics differently now. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's what you mean about being on the floor crying. Yeah, <laughs> that's 
Yeah. Like slow dancing in a burning room. Yeah. I was listening to a bajillion God, guy, that's so. God, that one. I was on yeah. the floor crying to that song. For that one can probably hit for us. Yeah, that's what. Because uh, that's. Yeah, damn. Am I. Um, ugh, am I going to cry to John Mayer uh, later? What am I doing? <laughs> God. I think it'll be healing. Get my shit together. Next thing I'll be like, and you left your scarf at my place and it reminds me all too well. (laughs) Or whatever the fuck. (laughs) But one of the lines goes, and it's always just been like, I've always known the line, but um, it goes, this is the deep and dying breath of this love that we've been working on. And that just hit me of like, it, it, it just hit me differently of like, hey, you've been working on it, but it's dead. Like that's, I don't know. Yeah. I ever had friends over and I said that. They're just like, they just all rolled their eyes. They're like, she's gone through it. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> so get it. I, I just like, I don't get it. Listen to songs a little differently. I'm like, I always heard that lyric, but I just hit different. Oh, this is your deep and dying rap of this love you've been working God. on. God. Yeah. Anyways, I'm, that's me. I'm signing up. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming back up for that one. Thank you. Just had to share my job. Yeah, just one parting shot, one parting John Mayer shot. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you feel like calling back in again, we'll. I don't know how much longer we'll be going, but we'll be going. If we're going, you're. Where are you going? Uh, today. Really? You mean, what do you mean? Okay. Like, where am I going? I mean, right now I'm still doing the podcast, but I was thinking. Okay, fine. Are you talking no, to me, nigga? No, I'm sorry. Motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Okay, go hang out with your gym friend or whatever. This, but you'll be here. You'll be here if you. Uh... I guess I'm sticking. Around. I, I can't stick around because I thought we were having lunch. But I guess we're you and your friend. Yeah. What friend? It's fun. <laughs> Fuck! If you're on a fucking date right now, <laughs> nigga. If you're on a date literally right fucking now, that would, uh, you know what? That would be the most Chad shit, though. That would be such a fucking, like, yeah, you know, I'm just talking about heartbreak with this little fucking nigga I used to fuck, and, you know, he ain't shit. I'm out here getting that good gym dick, that rich dip gym dick or whatever. Just doing my thing. Like, that's funny. That's funny. Um, well, shit, that would be fucking hilarious. Honestly, I would... That would be That's that'd funny. be big respect. I'm not even gonna lie. I Parmy would be like, "This bitch is a pimp. Like she is fucking crazy, cold blooded." <laughs> you said what? You said I was gangster. You are gangster. Yeah, you are gangster. Like you could, I could see if you if you take over a law firm, I could see a lot of people losing their homes. <laughs> You know, well, it's like you're gonna be like, well, they should have paid the bill. <laughs> that's not that. Bro. Ah, fuck, that's fuck. I don't know. Well, you're on your way. You got the super lawyer thing, so that's good. But you, <laughs> okay. I know. I'm just up with you. It's whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're free to stick around if you want. It's it's whatever you want to do. I, yes, I will. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, well then. 
uh, kind of kills the kills the ending that we had that was going on though. That was a pretty oh, good ending. Okay, I guess. No. I'm <laughs> no, no, we'll keep going for a bit. I want to run your podcast with my lunch. Plan. No, I think you're doing you're doing fine. It's it's it's, it's you're not ruining it at all. It's just fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine. you're. Oh my god. It's oh Nigerian my daddy, god, though. it is a Nigerian dad of me though. Yeah, a plus, not bad, not bad. You could <laughs> not do bad. better. You could do better. Yeah. Make them create, uh, do so well that you have to make them create another letter that's like above A, just like only one person in the school gets or something. And then they might, then your Nigerian father might say, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe once. And then they'll, they'll like cough it out. They'll be like, oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and then just run out of the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I do want to hear from some people about like, I'd be interested to hear what they have to say about heartbreak and their experiences and stuff. Andrew, I know you're saying you've been through some some breakups and some of the lessons you've learned from it. Um, I'd I'd love to hear what other people have to say and make this more. Uh, you know, maybe the last bit of this will be more like the the after show. The you know when people uh, you know we had the podcast portion that was more of the conversation. Now it's more people coming in and to talk and to you know, just open up. Uh, Andrew, did you want to stick around for a bit or did you, what are you feeling? Stick around for a bit. I was, I mean, I could go breakup territory. I was going to talk like um, organizational breakups. Yeah. But whatever, even whatever you want. Yeah. Well, let's, I see pretty here uh, real quick. So I, I am interested to hear what pretty has to say after, uh, after that kind of call to action that I have. So um, maybe yeah, I can hop back. I'll bring you up as a, as a speaker for a bit and then we can, we can get back to you in a, uh, yeah, sure. I'm chilling. I'm just taking apart some pallets. Okay, cool. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Well then we'll just, we'll bring you up. We were actually a thruple. Um, No one, no one knows, but uh, uh, Andrew was the, the third of our, of our thruple. <laughs> this whole time, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm why the wedding's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, really well, up. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Amma's really into birds. She's a, she's a big time bird fucker. Um, all right, well then, pretty, well, pretty. Let's go ahead and bring you up. Uh, pretty. Uh, thanks for calling in. Welcome to Hampton and Sweets Breakup Edition. Hi. Yeah, I've never. Do you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. I've never been on this uh, this show before. So I don't really know what subject usually is. But yeah. Usually. It's a it's a great it's a great subject. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we usually do. Um, it's usually a little more like uh, left leaning politics. So uh, usually talking more about politics and the like. But we get a little into. Uh, I mean, I like I like. Uh, getting into more of the the human condition too, you know, and hippie shit. So uh yeah, yeah, I think that's the politics are a means to get more people to be able to do that if they'd like to, you know. Um but what uh Well it's great I think it's great that you guys are able to I I think someone was saying earlier, you know, a lot of people when they break up they just think that, you know friends can't talk to each other look at it you know they can't drive by each other's house or anything like that like it's just a complete you know uh, end of 
every association. Yeah. I think I always like it when people can stay friends. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And I know it's, it's, you know, we've, we've been, uh, we haven't really, you know, we haven't like been hanging out or anything like that, but I, uh, you know, I don't feel any animosity at all towards Ama and I totally, you know, I get it. And, um, I was, cause Ama was, uh, talking about lyrics to the John Mayer song and I'm not, I'm not a John Mayer person, but I was like, what, what's the lyric that, you know, I'm not a sentimental person at all. I'm actually quite, uh, a bit Vulcan when it comes to like feelings and love and yeah. stuff. Like I can feel so much for, for dogs and cats. Yeah. And, little kids and stuff like that but when it comes like romantic love I'm a bit like um, just <laughs> you know yeah. non-emotional at all like I don't get caught up in my feelings easily I kind of just blow it off and whatever yeah. I don't get but there's there's one song or one line in one song that just always takes me out at the kneecaps I don't know why I have no idea like yeah which one which know, one what specific it's um it's of all things, it's fucking Paul Simon. There's a, a great that song Graceland or Going to Graceland. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a line in it that's like uh, he says, uh, "Losing losing love is like a window to your heart. Everybody sees you're torn apart. Everybody feels the wind blow, and every time that everybody happens, feels like, the wind blow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, that's the part that really. Yeah, that's the part. Everyone feels the wind blow. That's wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever that song comes on, I want to skip it, but I never skip it, and I always know like that line is gonna make me have to pull over, or you know. And I'm really not. It's it's really weird. I'm not emotional at all, really. Starting, but I think it can be a you know it can be a lot of things that, that trigger those feelings. It's not always necessarily romantic, but it could be you know the death of a of a pet of, of or a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I do think, yeah, I, I do think that there's, there's part of like romantic love or that kind of like partnership love, which I think is is sort of easier to, to avoid and to, to not make yourself vulnerable to, because I think, you know, with, with kids and pets, there's like this purity to them, you know, there's like this innocence and this, this ability to, to love you and be, you know, like loved in return. They just, there's, I don't know. There's, I, it's, it, it, it does hit different, but I do think with a partner, you know, it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's a part of Ama that could, if she wanted to probably ruin my life. You know what I mean? Like with just the amount that we know about each other, the things that we've been through, the things that we've seen each other do and some of the ways, you know, it's like there's that opening yourself up to that kind of vulnerability is fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. And it's, it's, you know, it's it's a it's like a risk that a lot of people do not want to take specifically for that reason, you know. And I I I, I totally get that, but I do think that you know it's it's the ways that you can love somebody in that relationship. Like every time, because I keep thinking, because you know, this time I was like, man, I'm fucking done. Like fuck this. Like I'm 
whatever. Like, let me just fucking, why do I keep doing this? Like, why? This, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? And there's part of me that never wanted to try to get into a relationship again or try to, you know, like be with someone or, or open myself up or any of that specifically because of how, even if Ama doesn't, you know, choose to ruin my life or we weren't, which she's not at all. She's, I mean, well, we'll see. (laughs) I guess she could, if she wanted to, but you know, like if, if there's part of me that's like, well, why would I, why would I put myself out there again to put myself up to that kind of hurt? But every time, you know, over time, I, I just think it's, I, I just think that the, the good parts, at least to me, and maybe they won't always, but to me, the good parts of what I've been through and how they're responsible, the good and the bad parts responsible for making me who I am today and how I think I'm just on the right track. I think I'm, I think I'm a better person today because of what I've been through with, with Ama and with other partners. And I think I've learned things from Ama. Uh, I think I've just, I've, you know, even when I'm out on dates and stuff now, I'm not, I'm not teasing as much when it comes to like someone's taste in music or something like that. You know, I'm not, I don't want someone, I don't want to make someone accidentally feel low because I have, you know, like understanding that I accidentally hurt someone by talking shit about Taylor Swift or something too much or the, the kind of music or what they're watching on TV, like understanding the ways that little things have made someone else feel low sometimes I think they've made me more like sensitive to, and more in tune with just human beings and how other people, you know, how my actions and my words and what I do can, can really be impacting someone. And I, I like that, you know, I like that I've learned that, that I've developed from that, that I've become, I think a, I don't know. Like, I think I've become a, a, a person with a deeper understanding of the human condition because of that. And to me, I only have that because I let myself be open to get hurt like that because I, I had times where in that same, you know, relationship or in those relationships, I've, I've, I've not only allowed myself to be hurt, but I've allowed myself to be loved and, and to be, held and to be touched and to open up parts of myself that I haven't opened up to people. I've opened up that window and, you know, it's like, what is a window for, if not to, you know, for people to see through and to let the air in, you know, isn't that the point of having the wind blow is that in that house, you know, where, you've protected yourself from all the elements opening up that window to get that gust of wind, you know, like, like I think there's something profound about that. And I think there's something, I think it's something worth doing. I keep coming back to the idea that it's something worth doing. I would not be in therapy today. Had I not been in a relationship where I cheated on my girlfriend and fucked up a lot of shit. 
it wasn't the and and I needed therapy before that, but it was it was not the. It wasn't enough that like. I felt like shit and shit felt bad. That wasn't enough to like compel me to start going or start doing something. It took like having to see the effects of hurt that I caused someone that I loved. And it sucks too, because, you know, I don't want all of my exes to be like windows into my own soul, parts of my own self-actualization. You know, I don't want Ama to be just like a fucking memory of something that made me a better man. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, it's, it's, I'd be lying if I said that like my relationship with her has not made me a better person. And I think she's, I think she's learned a lot too. And I think we both would say that like, if we could do it over again, like it doesn't mean that it would work out because, uh, you know, maybe we just weren't compatible in all, in some ways. And maybe, you know, some of the things that we we value and, and, you know, there were some like compatibility issues for sure. And sometimes it's just not your person, even though in some ways they are, but like, I think we'd both say that if we could do it again, some of the ways that we reacted to certain things, some of the things that we even shared with like what we shared with certain people, what we did, like we would change things. And those lessons are, you know, they're like the gilded, the gilding to it. Right. Like these these things that you learn that can fill in the cracks of your own uh, life moving forward. Uh, and I think she'll be, I, I think, you know, I won't speak for her, but I think she'll be uh, in her next relationship. There's certain things she'll do differently. And there's certain things that she'll, she, I think she'll be better because of it. And that, you know, yeah, I wonder- one of my friends who's very like she's very emotional compared to me and very expressive and I kind of you know I value her because she has like so many just like <laughs> you yeah. know, fascinated but um she she always says that you know human connections are sort of life like there's no way no other way to measure your life so I don't think there's I don't think there's anything self-centered about yeah your experience with that person, you know, can be measured by the effect it's on you. Yeah. Yeah. You said human experience, human connections are the way we measure life. Is that what she says? Your friend? Yeah. 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 And she's like, without, without human connection, it's kind of, you're just kind of idling in place. Like there's no, there's no growth. There's no, I mean, you can, you can learn things. You can read and it's like, you kind of don't know where to you're yeah. She was telling me that, you know, to warn me because I tend to sort of to like, you know, I'm fine by myself. I got my cat. I'm good. Yeah. And, yeah. And I don't, I don't seek out romantic relationships. I'm kind of uh, over it and not because of heartbreak, but just because I've got other shit to do. And I just don't, yeah. I don't see people, I don't see people relating to each other in a way that to me feels enriching or, and maybe it's, our, you know, I don't know what, how old you are, but our generation, like millennials, yeah. Gen X, millennials, yeah. and Zoomers, like kind of commodified love, and it just feels like a transaction to me a lot of times. Yeah, it really, not because I'm uh, unemotional, but just the way. People- sure. Sure. No, I, I I know exactly what you mean, and I I do think that some of that commodification of love is is getting worse with 
and you know, I don't want to blame the apps, but you know, like when when the apps are, you know, when I was in my real fuckboy period too on apps, uh, and you have just, you know, seven, eight, ten dates in a week with different people. You're not trying to form an actual fucking connection with people, really. And, 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 you know, then you're back and you're just swiping on people's pictures. It's like we've, we've commodified, you know, you don't really get a sense of a person. You can get a sense of a person in first date or even through text or anything like that. But to really focus in on somebody, you know, to really focus in, to choose to, to choose to. Yeah. yeah, to choose to take this person seriously as a person when you have no accountability, you don't know yeah. I mean, you don't work at the same place or even go to work <clears> in the same yeah. you know, neighborhood or live near each other. Yeah, there's no reason. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's to choose. You know, I think there's I think that's an issue and one of the reasons why I wanted to, why I wanted to do this is because I I really do believe, like I see people who, I know so many people who are in the same or very similar situations as you. And it's a generational thing for sure with just, you know, like when most of us, I mean, hell, even people who are making money can like not really afford to buy houses or do all these things that we have work and we have all these other things. And, and like, you know, I got to take care of this. I got to take care of that. The us, it's just like, well, I don't need that extra complication in my life. But I do think that like, uh, I do think that one of the most fulfilling experiences you can have is a deep connection or forming deep connections with other people. And, you know, the romantic connection is one of them. And I don't think it has to take the form of, you know, a committed monogamous relationship or I don't, you know, or anything. I don't know if it has to take a specific form, but I do know that, you know, in, being engaged to someone, it, there was a lot of stuff that was just very, it was very nice. It was very, there was a lot of really good stuff to it too. Um, And I know that that kind of connection is something that I would want to have again and want Ama to have again too. Um, Even if, it didn't work out with us. And it's such a trip because, you know, for so long, and I'm sure Ama could speak to this too, but for so long, like my only goal, really, my only, the only thing that I really had coming up in my future as far as like a life plan and everything was this wedding. And I wasn't even doing any of the planning for it, you know? But like the idea that like, okay, this is going to mark a big moment in my life. And then the rest of our lives, you know, I had imagined an entire future with, uh, you know, Ama in it with, you know, it's, it's, I stopped planning for just me too. And I don't know if that's, maybe there's a whole nother episode about like, how was that wise? Was that like, whatever, but like, imagine, having the entire sort of focus of your life shift into it's no longer just about like you, it's about us. It's about your entire brain frame. Like, you know, and I'm sure like so many people who have kids and stuff will be like, well, yeah, no shit. Duh. Like you're, you're talking like this thing, like this is so profound by, but it, 
I think to someone who has not had that and then gets that, to think about planning your life completely with someone else, uh, for them to be a part of your every single consideration, like they're just a part of like the future, even like your friends and stuff start changing and the people who are coming around you. It's like, they're your friends. They're not like her friends and my friends or whatever. Um, you start forming different connections and then for all of that to just go away and to have to figure out again, Oh, what, what's the plan for my life? It's such a fucking complete, it's such a mind fuck. It is such a, it is so wild. It feels almost like, uh, I'd imagine it's what, uh, purgatory would feel like if, if that ends up being a thing, you know, purgatory being the, for those who aren't religious, it's a, I, I believe the Catholics believe that there's a heaven and a hell, you know, if you do good, you go to heaven. If you do wrong, you go to hell. But if you do kind of so-so, and if there are parts that are missing, you're in this in-between zone, this purgatory. I mean, people have to know what purgatory is, but that's the explanation. And to imagine life sort of just feeling it's purgatory. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of just, I'm, I'm ranting a bit. Go ahead. No, I can, I can, I mean, I was married before. Oh, I see. Like, you know, I'm so so glad to be out of that fucking, you know, rat. Yeah. How long were you married? But even, um, I was married for seven years, the famous seven year kind of. Is that? They they say a lot of marriages break up or like, there's like three years, seven years, 10 years. Those are just sort of, for some reason, human beings just kind of, I don't know if it's, I think seven is the most common yeah yeah and and i know that um you know your your body all the cells in your body uh you know they regenerate right like they, they're renewed and in seven years it's like all of them that's the cycle for all <laughs> for all the cells of your body to have, to have sort of been turned over to, to start over so i don't know if that's how it's just like a period of of slowly gr- either growing out of out of something or, or it's just a weird way yeah it's a lot of takes for your cells to turn over but i know that it's very famously like a rough year for most i think in a way you take stock of where you are and like where you thought you'd be and how, how you've grown either in the same direction or grown apart yeah yeah and so I, I I wasn't romantic, but I definitely was like open to the idea of of seeing a future with somebody and, and and all that. And in the end, you know, when I took stock, we were together ten years, but um, divorced after seven or married for seven. Yeah. And um, and I just you know I was in my early I was in my mid twenties when we got married, and by by my early thirties uh, when we got divorced. You know, I felt like a completely different person, and he had gone. Totally, you know, we had just seen that we don't have much in common as far as life direction. Like a very amicable divorce. We didn't even use lawyers. We just wow. Went to court, so we yeah. And we, you know, when we were there in the courthouse, we were like, I was, I was okay because I was the one who initiated the divorce. Never really fully. <laughs> I, I always kind of had a one foot in, one foot out type of thing, and. I was, so in the courthouse, I was, 
you know, looking around, talking. Like we were waiting for hours for for the window. And I was talking to this woman who had been through the worst divorce I've ever heard of. She was like from Iran. Her husband, I think they lived in kind of back and forth and they had properties here and in Iran. And I think he had a family either before her or after. I don't know. But there was all this like fighting over property and and, and, uh, just him trying to really make sure she's destitute basically after they He was trying to take off. So she was telling me all this, and she just she looked, and she said she'd been through it for two years. She's been going through the court process for two years, and and you know my my ex and I were just sitting there, and he he was upset because you know being in that courthouse, it's just it's devastating. But he he wasn't really in the mood to talk to anybody, or he was sitting next to me. I just thought, Jesus Christ, you know, some people really take it like take it all the way to to the extreme when they um, break up with each other and if you have kids together yeah. uh, stuff like that like the paperwork the me and my ex we didn't have any kids so the paperwork was quite short actually and we had agreed to we're just going to split things 50 because our marriage had always been financially 50 like the rent and, um when we bought a place half the mortgage so it was like very amicable and easy and nobody was trying to screw anybody over but I saw the paperwork for people with kids and it was just pages and pages in comparison. And I just thought it's weird in a way. It's like a measure of how tangled you are with this other person, yeah. how hard it is to untangle. And yeah. I, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, boil it all down to paperwork and all this, but it was just a very weird visual, you know, mathematical. Yeah. The number of pages to get divorced if you have kids or if you have kids, if you're if you're fighting over yeah um and and I don't want to because I was saying before I mean I'm, I'm kind of unsentimental and I'm a romantic but I think it's also the way you grow up if you're or maybe the way you're and like I, sometimes it's a choice yeah to be sure sure expose yourself to other people's stories sure. but I think there's also like I I grew up in a family where we literally didn't. Like I'd never been hugged and never been, you know, told, you know, I love you or any of those things. And we had this very cold family where we could judge each other freely or shit on each other freely, but nobody could ever be. It was like, mm. you know, kind of, uh, kind of cheesy to to say something nice to each other. So I just didn't have that conditioning to yeah to. Uh, and I and I found it like you know I found it through animals. I, I remember first time I I kind of experienced. I think other people, you know, my friends had pets or stuff like that, or, and my neighbors had pets. That was the first outlet I had for just like feeling very mushy. Yeah. <laughs> so in a way, it's like the only outlet I've had until I'm until my age now. It's just like I don't I don't really associate. I th- I can hug my friends, but I'm not. It's not the same as I think I just got imprinted very early on that my emotions are allowed when it's towards a cat or a dog, but when it's towards another person, it'll be met with just kind of rejection. Yeah, I think I think that's part of the God. There's so much good stuff there. Pretty, I I, I mean, God. Yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, I got. I guess I got a. Geez, I got a lot of things to say. Yeah. One, I'll just tell a quick story. I. On my 23rd birthday, I went up with, at that time, my girlfriend and my mom on a road trip in this part of Washington that's like 
really, really beautiful, like kind of flat plains with mountains on all your sides to most of the sides, and then there's the ocean to the other side. We went and sat at this diner uh, for lunch, and this guy came in and sat. Actually, I think we sat next to him. Regardless, he had just stepped off of a sailboat. He had done like a 14,000-mile sail trip, sailing trip around, I mean, a huge portion of the world's uh, continents. And he just had such a crazy trip, so I was talking about that. And then I was also asking him, like, well, what are you doing before that? He was like, well, I was a lawyer. Represent- I was doing mostly, like, um, like family separation stuff and, and, like, custody. And he said he quit being a lawyer because he was really tired of people trying to use him as a tool to harm each other. And so he said he always tried to set, like, really strict boundaries and say, like, here is what I will and won't do. You are not going to use me to, uh, to you know, help use your child as a, a emotional weapon. But it's, it is crazy, like, how much that happens. And I think it kind of gets back to, like, what we said earlier about recognizing your own part in in every type of conflict yeah. in, in all the different relationships. 100%. And not, 100%. And not just putting the blinders on yourself. Yeah. I would say um, eat some mushrooms once a year. Look, I've, I've <laughs> already done a whole episode on that. On like circles and the, like needing the, the degree to which those kinds of break breakthrough psychedelics can be used in therapy and the the actual good value that they can have for our society, especially things like, you know, I mean, like, I like or don't if you're going to, you know, if it's not right, it's 100%. But you know, uh, but you know, that 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 idea of, you know, the I'm just thinking about pretty talking about, you know, how you're raised with without being able really to be given permission to show, you know, to show to show that you're or like I don't know if you're modeling. Yeah, like yeah. Maybe it's not necessarily that you're given position, given permission, but you've never, no one's demonstrated to you in your family how that's done. Right, right. Family. Like I had a, yeah. a lot of similar thoughts about like both both my parents. My mom was always a little bit more open with me occasionally, but really, I feel like neither of my parents really opened up to me until I turned like 24. Yeah, um, and and everything before that was some kind of like this is the plan for how we're going to be parents mostly, or it's like a, a gut reaction sometimes that didn't go so well. Yeah. And there's also a lot of good parts. Like I, I, I have a lot of gratitude towards my parents, but there's also some other things that really bugged me. And that's one of them is like, not really, you know, they, they had an aversion to opening up how they really felt and what they really thought to me until super recently, especially with my dad, there was a time when my grandpa got really sick. My dad's dad. Mm-hmm. He's like my last surviving grandparent. That's my biological grandparent. And he um, he just, you know, he had a, a fairly rare disease that's difficult to treat. The medications for it are heavy duty. And it was like after COVID lockdowns had started that he really let us know he had a problem with it. So then my dad having to deal with that, just like at one point we were talking on the phone when he w- he had gone to take my grandpa to the hospital and was told he couldn't go in with him and that they were going to keep him much longer than when they said it was just going to be a short visit. And then he just opened up to me and told me, like, 
his thought process, how he was feeling. I could tell he had just like cried a little bit and he didn't say it, but he also didn't like try to mask his feelings. Yeah. Um, to me, that was like a big, like landmark for our relationship, but also for me, yeah. like a part of, I, I would say the primary reason that my previous relationships had crumbled was because I couldn't, I couldn't really take the muster, the courage to be really open in my, in my, you know, lowest moments whether it was something external to me or whether it was my shitty behavior yeah sure like i think not i think not being able to do that or not being willing to do that has really hurt me in a number of ways Um, but i definitely trace it back to like you know i i don't think you can just use it as an excuse forever like i can't just say well it's my parents fault right right 100 100 percent. that's right yeah it's such a big fact well you know not seeing it modeled Come back, pretty. You're, <laughs> I didn't want to cut you off. No, no, you're, you're, no, no. She, I think she, uh, she can always call back in. Um, but if she feels like it, but I, I mean, look, not having that modeled for you at a young age, I think, makes it difficult because it. I don't think for most people it changes the fact that you're still feeling what you feel, and if you have no way and you haven't seen it processed or you haven't seen it done before, or if you're like you're like pretty and you you know, you start getting animals and you start realizing, oh, look how deep the human connection to something can go. Look at what an actual expression of love can be like. Like, look, allowing yourself to feel those things for, you know, like a cat or a dog. And don't get me wrong, cats and dogs are the shit. So, and sometimes I felt like I still, I'll I'll still think about the dog I had growing up sometimes. I had a dream about her like a couple of nights ago, I swear, and was, I thought she was still alive. And I, I woke up thinking I had to go back home to go see jazz one more time, but she was, I woke up and had a little bit of a moment because I realized she was still dead and uh, it was such a, it was such a wild dream, but um, you know, but if you haven't had those, if you haven't had that model for you or something, it can like, look, it's, it's tough whenever you get into that situation and you're feeling all of those things, but you don't know how to process them, you know, and you don't know if you can say what you want to say to somebody and and here's the other yeah. thing though too, I've been in relationships too where I've processed all of that, and I think this was the the thing that's kind of tripped me out the most about my last relationship. Honestly, was that you know I thought I I had finally gotten to the point to I were, where you know I'd been in therapy for quite a few years. I'd been like uh, doing these you know I'll do little like psychological workbooks to just like process my emotions and stuff because I. I can get hot headed and, you know, I have a, you know, I have ADHD. So at times I, I'll just like, you just feel a lot of emotions come on really quickly. And so I've been, you know, trying to figure out how to process those better and be more constructive with them and, you know, whatever. But there are times where you say something exactly as you want to say it. You open yourself up as much as exactly in the way that you want to. You, you, you've done everything right. And then someone will reject it and then you know someone will just say okay so and and then you have to process that as well you know and I think understanding that someone else's reaction to just going um I think that's part of like understanding I don't know the human condition too you know, like 
sometimes people will react that way because they too don't know how to, uh, they haven't had those things modeled. They haven't given themselves permission or, or had the experience of, of, uh, you know, dealing with that before in their own lives. And I don't know. I think that's, it's, it's a tricky thing and it's, it doesn't change. Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. Like it's, I, I guess I'll just say I'm, I think the process of learning those things, how to, how to talk to people, how to, you know, communicate with them in the way that you want to communicate with them, how to, how to allow yourself the permission to have those emotions. I think that's a worthwhile thing to do, even if at times the reaction of other people is not what you'd want it to be when you do it. And I think there's something to understanding that sometimes people's reaction to how they react to you in those situations too, is just as much of the struggle as what you were doing in learning how to process those emotions yourself, which is why I think, you know, especially millennials and the like, we need to, uh, take mushrooms. <laughs> no, we need to, you know, we need to learn how to process these things together and we need to be open to giving each other grace and, and, you know, figuring out, uh, I don't know how to get to uh, that kind of expression that, that we want to get to, but uh, I don't know. We've been going about two hours. I, uh, what do you think? Is this, I was going to yeah. say you made, you made such a good wrapping up point. I can save my other, shit for another day but yeah yeah i think that was a good that was very good like encapsulating uh sentiment yeah yeah okay well then we'll let's we'll we'll wrap this one up for now um i was supposed to get married today and you heard from the person i was supposed to get married to and i think she's doing good i think think i'm doing pretty good i think it's been a little crazy to uh, have that whole conversation here. Um, but look, I, I think when we talk about things like love, when we talk about things like heartbreak, when we talk about these, these sort of potentially common human experiences that we can all have together, I think it's important that we, we try to figure out how to process them, you know? And, you know, I wasn't planning on having Ama on. I wasn't planning on having my, my ex-fiance on, but uh, I'm really glad she came. And I'm, I don't know, I'm really glad that, uh, I didn't know how I would feel today. It still feels a little weird. Um, still feels a little, uh, I, it's, it's a weird day. It's a weird day, you know, and the weather in Rhode Island is perfect as you heard, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think the weather here is looking pretty good too. And, uh, I don't know. I think I'll go for a walk. I think we have a lot to process all of us, but, um, I, I don't know. I thank you all for coming for this very weird bonus episode of the Fred Hampton Inn and Suites. And you know what? We're going to leave you how uh, with with the song that would have been our first dance again one more time. Uh, let's give it up one more time for for the Bee Gees on this one. We've heard some good music on this episode, huh? Let's go one more time. How deep is your love? 